This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. 3-0 in the UFC. All three finishes taking on Eric Anders. At Fury 5 grappling August 27th. The one, the only... Philly's hometown hero, Andre Petrosky. Andre, my man, how you doing? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me. Nah, dude, thank you for coming on, man. It's a real honor. I've been following you since tough and a big fan, so thank you. Um, 12 days out now from the fight, from the grappling match, how, whatever you want to call it. How you feeling? You hyped? You excited? Yeah. Um, Fury, I, and I've done Fury before, and uh, they always put on a good show, always a big following. And, uh, yeah, I always have a good time doing it, especially yeah. for this one, a little bit uh, bigger name opponent, more experience. So uh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, so you, you beat Phil Halls last time out. I was there front row, kicked his butt, didn't let him breathe for one minute. Uh, <laughs> Appreciate what, that. <laughs> yeah, man. What are your thoughts on Eric as an opponent uh, compared to Phil? And uh, You've been watching tape. Like, how you been preparing? <clears throat> yeah, I mean – I've been kind of checking him out a little bit more and, and I will continue to do so. But, uh, you know, like he's got wins over, I mean, in fighting, at least he's got wins over some big name guys, you know, one yeah. being uh mere shark, which I've had my eyes on for a while now. We'll get into so, that. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's definitely no slouch for sure. I, I mean, I don't think his bait, his, uh, his forte is grappling, but nonetheless, he's a competitor. He's an athlete. He's a tough dude. So uh, it should be interesting. Yeah, man. Third-party perspective, I see you pretty much controlling a lot of that grappling. Uh, like, like you said, great MMA fighter, but his forte is not grappling. Your right. forte kind of is grappling. So <laughs> I'm excited to see it happen, man. Um, so as, as you mentioned, and I mentioned, you fought at 2300 before. You beat Phil Hawes there last time out. What are your thoughts on the arena in general? Personally, dude, I love that place. I think it's an awesome atmosphere. Yeah, so I... Uh... I probably have about um, probably like eight or nine, maybe even 10 uh, MMA fights in that arena. Damn. So I've competed. That's like my backyard. Um, I literally live now about like 14 minutes from that arena. So I've competed there like so many times and I've cornered there so many times. Like I've been in that, that arena more times than any other arena for sure. So I'm glad to hear you'll have that like home cage advantage, so to speak. Um, I th- that's why I love these Philly events. Let's talk about your gym, Philly, Daniel Gracie, BJJ. Right now, yourself, Jeremiah Wells, Sean Brady, obviously, Pat Sabatini, and then Joe Pfeiffer, 
fifth guy coming into the UFC. You guys are 15 and 0. Pfeiffer's got a fight scheduled. Brady's got a fight scheduled. What what does it mean to be part of such a special, special gym? I mean, you guys don't get the attention you deserve. I think that's going to change very soon. But just tell me a little bit about your gym and what it means to be a part of it. Yeah, I mean, we got a great team. We got a big team. It's continuing to grow. <clears throat> a lot of great people. Um, I mean, anyone that follows fighting really knows how powerful, like, momentum is. And uh, it's just like we have so much momentum right now with having, you know, the five of us all being undefeated. And it's, uh, it, it's contagious, you know what I mean? Like we all feed off each other and it just seems like, uh, you know, winning is like, you know, second nature at this point. And uh, we just have so much confidence going into our fights and our camps. And, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough, man, the, the first – it's going to be tough to beat one of us for sure. Yeah, dude, like hundred percent. Um, when the hell is Dana White and Sean Shelby McMaynard going to get us a Philly card, dude? Yeah, I know. Well, there was like talks of it before and then they brought back the mask mandate, which only lasted a couple of days. But I think that that just kind of, you know, side railed the the talks and the conversation of setting it up but hopefully soon you know there's so many now that there's five ufc guys and we got plenty more coming up um and i mean even that even like in the area we have like algio we have the dolphins brothers chukagian trains around here all the jersey boys but sorry i cut you off what were you saying no no you're 100 correct um yeah and if you go, you know, two hours north, you got all the New York guys. So it's like, it would be very easy to do a huge card over here. And I mean, it'd be very easy to sell out Wells Fargo with that too. Big MMA crowd in Philly. So if Dana, you're watching, come on, bring it over, bro. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, what, I was what, actually at the last Philly one. That was like uh, Justin Gagey, yeah. Edson Barbosa, Josh Emmett, Michael Johnson. And I, I mean, it was awesome. Like I, I can't imagine that they weren't happy with the the outcome. I, yeah, I remember it was a very. I didn't get to go. The only UFC card I've been to so far is 268 at MSG. But uh, yeah, I remember on TV that Philly card was bonkers. It was so loud. Yeah. So it's got to come back. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So while we're talking about Philly here, Sean Brady, what's he gonna do to Bilal? Give me your prediction. <clears throat> Honestly. Uh, I would love to see more than anyone else is them stand and trade. I think that um, Sean does have good striking, and and I think Bilal would be a good matchup for him to display it. I think if Bilal wants to grapple, I think Sean has a significant advantage there. Um, Nothing from Bilal. He he obviously looked very dominant in his grappling against Luke and especially as of recently, his grapplings look very good. But if I was Bilal, I think that my path to victory would be uh, to keep it standing. And I think that that uh, – I think if Sean stands with Bilal, he could really display some of this, the striking that he's been working with Coach John on. And, uh, yeah, I think that that could do a lot for his career. Um, obviously, winning is the most important thing for Sean – right now but um to be able to display some of his striking would be crucial for his would be huge for his career 
And just real quick, that's John Marquez. Yeah. Yeah. Another big yeah. Philly MMA guy. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much how I laid down the prediction too. I think a lot of the times two good grapplers going up against each other kind of cancel each other out. And I think the fight stays standing and Sean Brady's got some hammers for hands. Not a lot of people know that. And I think a lot of people are going to find that out at UFC 280. Um, regardless, very excited for the fight. Let's talk about you now in UFC three, and three finishes. As I mentioned, I'm going to ask you what you got in mind coming up next, but I feel like that answer might be a little obvious. Mr. Gerald Mearshart himself called you out after his big win this past weekend. Yeah. What are you thinking? I love that matchup. Um, yeah. My, I really want to fight on the Madison Square Garden card. I've said that, like, I've been very vocal about that. Um, fighting on the that. East Coast is, like, for sure, one of my, like, top priorities. Um, but, um, yeah, that, that, that's what I'm looking for. I, I actually just left my manager, uh, like, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So, um, trying to get everything done. I also am trying to get a new contract and get on the MSG card has not been easy, but uh, nonetheless, I'm going to do everything I can to get it done. With my small power, I'll help you as much as I can. I would love that. I'm going to be, I'm going to be there in the media. So love to give you that post-fight interview. Um, yeah. So here's another thought. Also three and zero in the UFC is Mr. Brian battle, who you shared a season on tough with. He, he just had a big head kick knockout. I'm not sure if you saw that. Would you ever be interested in rematching him? Yeah, so I asked for that rematch after the uh, after the Maximov fight. Actually, before the Maximov fight, I said, yo, after Maximov, can we get the Brian Battle rematch? And uh, that was back when I was with my old manager. We had the same manager, uh, Iridium, and – I try, so I tried, I asked for it, and he said, they said no, they were that he was going down to 170. I'd love to see you get that one back, man. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like you mentioned, he is at 170 now, so we'll see where that yeah, goes. Yeah, and, like, look, I think that there's a good chance that Brian Battle could come back up to 85 at some point. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, because of the outcome of his most recent fight, he's probably pretty happy at 70. Yeah. Um, but – yeah, he's got a big frame and he's a tall guy. So, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I don't think – I think that um, the the possibility of him coming back up, whether it's to fight me or whether it's to fight anyone, I, I, I'm, I'm praying for me. Maybe I'm just speaking positively, but I hope he'll come back up at some point. You're both young studs. Yeah. Plenty of time for that rematch, yeah. brother. Um, so this is an interesting – I, I've been baffled by this because I've cashed on it twice. You've been an underdog two out of your three fights in the UFC. I want to know, do you view that as disrespectful? Do you kind of like the Philly underdog theme or do you simply not give a shite? Uh, I, I like it for sure. Um, I mean, like the, all the pressures on, on, on the other guy, you know what I mean? But uh, like my last fight, I think that like, Maximov was hyped up for obvious reasons, you know? The Diaz stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I don't think anyone put took into account the fact that, uh, like, that was the first fight I had a full camp for. So when they um, – when I took my first two fights, like, I, I, I literally was given 10 days' notice and two weeks' notice. So, like, 
I think it was more of um, people didn't take that into consideration. Yeah, I agree. I've like I just said, man, I, I smashed your line and you you, yeah, you cast yeah. my check. So thank you, buddy. You and me both, brother. I, I owe you a drink, pal. Um, <laughs> uh, so let me ask you this question here. Let's fast forward twenty or thirty years, maybe more. Who knows how how long ago? Oh, maybe man. I'll pull Brady. What <laughs> did your career look like if it went out? If it went down the way you wanted it to, one hundred percent how do I want my career to end? We're talking dreams. Like what was your dream career when you retired? I mean, being a world champion is appealing because that's how you make the big money. But to be honest, like my goal in the sport has always been to like have uh, like sensational upsets. Like I am, have always been attracted to like the Matt Sarah that comes out and finishes GSP. Then I have, than been to like GSP himself you know what I mean like that the the wrestlers that I remember from the 20 years of me wrestling are like the Darian Caldwells who came out and like upset Metcalf when he was like plus 400 like those are the guys that that I remember like when Bubba Jenkins came out and pinned David Taylor in Philly like that's the shit that I remember and like it stands out to me because like, that's like the, the, you know, that's the stuff that I, I want to do. That's like such a Philly answer, man. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it though. I love it, man. It's a, it's a detriment to our city. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so I was introduced to you on tough, as I said, um, that was like one of the first seasons of tough that I watched in like 10 years, man. I was just getting real back into being a hardcore fan. And you were the first episode, the first season, me and my fiance were sitting down and we we're like, Ooh, Philly guy, Andre Petrosky. Okay. <laughs> I, I loved your story, loved you all season. One of the things that really stood out to me was you seem to be like a really good foundational family guy. You know, you have your daughter, Riley. You, you, you just seem to really take a lot of motivation and inspiration for, uh, from them, let alone giving it to them. So I just want to like talk about your family. And if it's not your family, where do you get your motivation and inspiration when things get rough? Because MMA is not an easy sport or career. Yeah, I, I mean, and I know like everyone probably says this, but I just really think my daughter's really fucking cool, to be honest. Bro, you'd like, be surprised how few yeah. people say that. I love to hear that. Keep going. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm sure a lot of people say it, but uh, not to me. <laughs> like, I just genuinely. Uh, oh, shoot. Did I mess this up? You're good. You're good. No, nah, like I genuinely like enjoy hanging out with her like we have so much fun together, uh, always doing shit, like going to Dave and Buster's or whatever it is, trampoline parks. Like we do, like, I have always felt like, uh, like if, if we go to a party, like I rarely hang out with like the people my age, you know what I mean? Like I'll always be like, I'd rather hang out with Riley. Like, like I really, I feel like I relate to like little kids more than like adults. I don't know what it is, but um i just genuinely like hanging out with her so she keeps me grounded for sure and uh you know like i'm if if i'm with her like i'm doing the right things you know what i mean i love that man i'm going to bed early i'm waking up for practice in the morning like i'm I'm not you know putting poison in my body i'm doing the right things when i'm with her it's really good that she has that too man yeah That's, that's awesome so good on you dude um let's let's piggyback off that a little bit here Tell me a little bit more about you as a person, not Andre the fighter, Andre the person. What are some of your interests, hobbies, things you do outside of fighting? 
I mean, obviously the biggest one is hanging out with Riley. If I'm not, I, honestly, I spend so much time in the gym training. Uh, I, like I genuinely, I, I have, um, like I've tried to make, uh, in the past, like weightlifting was like my thing. That was what um, I spent the most time doing. And uh, like, if I wasn't in the gym, like that was just like my hobby. Like I love lifting weights and shit. Now a days I try to do more like endurance type activity. So I've gotten really into uh, biking and cycling. And so that has, uh, you know, that has been like a new hobby that, that I try to do when, if, if there's a day where, you know, I'm beat up and I want to take a day off of training, I can go ride 20, 30 miles. And uh, I just think it's like, it's beneficial. And um, yeah, like, you know, Paul Felder like talks about it all the time. Like, you know, he was only training for triathlons when he took that RDA fight. Mm -hmm. And like, I think if you kind of make like hobbies out of things that are going to you know, be beneficial to your fight career, then, um, you know, I think that that's the only way to really make a career out of this sport. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good stuff, man. Glad to hear you're not watching uh, anime like every other UFC fighter. I love anime. but <laughs> <laughs> No, I just can't. I'm not like, I mean, nothing wrong with anyone that does it, but I just can't sit still like that. I don't... Yeah. Um, yeah, I, don't, I like I can't watch TV for long. Like, it's hard for me to stay. It's got to be good to grab my attention like that. You know what I mean? You watch the boys by chance? No, I haven't. But um, you look like I character. heard it was good. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Check it out. Um, yeah. So I got a few left here and then I'll let you go. Um, let me just ask you, or do you gamble at all? Are you a betting man on sports MMA? <clears throat> uh, for sure. Yes, love it. Me too. My, my, my. I don't know. It, I've asked this question a few times, and I don't know exactly what the rules are, but um, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Yeah. <laughs> From my understanding, I'm pretty sure you can always bet yourself money line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll keep it at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but let me ask you this, though. UFC 278 this weekend, uh, Kamaru Usman, Leon Edwards. Who you got? <clears throat> What's the line? Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but last time I looked, Usman was like a minus three fifteen. Uh, Edwards was like a plus two seventy. Um, yeah, like, I mean, I think Usman could very easily just wrestle Leon and be safe. But as you've seen with Usman's last like three fights, like he's just fallen in love with his hands. Like his boxing has gotten. Uh, I mean, he's very clean. Like he has very good boxing. And I mean, even Diaz was able to catch Leon at some point, you know what I mean? And I, I, look, I think Leon's a great fighter and all, but I just don't think he's the guy to beat Usman. So with that being said, like, I wouldn't touch that fight. Anyone that's minus 315, I'm not touching it. You know, it's not worth, it's not worth the risk unless you're going to take, you know, Usman by, what's Usman by knockout? That's like a plus 180, I believe. 
Maybe it's, yeah, I don't I mean, have it in front of me. That's probably higher than that. I mean, that's not bad. Like, that might be worth it. But, um, like, personally, I wouldn't touch that fight. I respect it. I got the Usman and Costa parlay for, like, minus 120. That's my play. But Usman and what? Paulo Costa going up against Luke Rockhold. Uh, um, what was the line on Costa Rockhold? Similar, like, minus 350, 320. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, I, can't, I can't take that either. I mean – I think you're right. I think, like we talked about, momentum is just a powerful thing. Yeah. And unfortunately, it is not in Luke Rockhold's favor. No. Um, but it's MMA. Anything can happen. You you are right, but yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah, I think Costa. I think Luke Rockhold is a much better fighter than Costa, but. I don't think he like. I don't think his chin's there anymore. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't think like. Yeah, I just. I mean, if Luke was smart, he would come out and try to take Costa down. Yep. And, and try to drain him early. Uh, I think you've seen like with Costa, he doesn't have like terrible conditioning, but I mean, he he does he definitely slows down. I think he if Rockhold was smart, he would go in there with that mentality. Of, that game plan of slowing him down. If he just comes out and tries to kickbox with him from the beginning, I think it's only a matter of time before Costa could catch him. I appreciate the uh, free expert analysis. So thank you. Um, yeah. So my last two questions here, both Philly related, just fun questions. One, I'm sure you've been asked both of these a million times, but I haven't heard. Where's your Philly uh, favorite Philly cheesesteak? I like Jim steaks. Respect it. Yeah, I don't know. I think Geno's and Pat's are like um, tourist, tourist attractions. Yeah. yeah. Jinx. Um, Adele Sanders is my favorite, but Jim's is great too. So my second question, are you an Eagles fan? Honestly, it's been tough to watch as of recently. Yeah, of course. Um, but like, obviously, if I'm, I'm bandwagon or like if they win, I'm going to be at the parade. Like <laughs> I always root for them, but like it's just gotten too painful to fucking spend a whole day watching. Yeah, it's, it's been messy the past couple of years. Uh, if, if you have looked at their schedule, do you have a prediction for the record? If not, no worries. <clears throat> this is not my area of expertise. <laughs> no, you're good. Me neither. I got nine and eight. We'll see. But Not terrible, but. But not, not Nick Foles either. No. All right. So, Andre, before we get out of here real quick, I'll let you go back to your day and train and work and do whatever you're doing. I just want to give you the opportunity. I want to give the mic to you. Say whatever you'd like to your fans, your family, your supporters, friends. The mic is yours. Yeah, I want to make a special shout out to um, two companies that have been sponsoring me and working with me. The first one is Warmac uh, Solar Energy. If anyone's interested in solar, please reach out to me. And uh, the second one was Apollo, uh, pre-owned auto sales in Sewell. Anyone looking to buy a car, please reach out. And the third one, a company that I just bought, that I just uh, picked up for Fury Grappling was Turp Boys uh, Vape and CBD. So, uh, yeah, thanks. Shout out to them and uh, check them out. Awesome, man. Awesome. Everybody go check them out. Everybody go check this guy out. Everybody go get your tickets to Fury 5 Pro Grappling, August 27th at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, where Andre Petrosky takes on UFC fighter. Eric Anders, main event is Clay Guida and Alex Caceres. I interviewed Alex today. He's an awesome guy. But Andre, 
thank you so much, dude. Really appreciate it. Uh, I've been meaning to get with you. So I'm glad we could finally talk. Um, if I don't see you, I'm hoping to go to the event. If I don't see you, kick ass. All right. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Have a good day. See you, bro.